RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Remember not too long ago on this very podcast when we had a cautionary tale about not taking crossovers between shows too seriously? Hopefully you were paying attention because that piece of advice could save your sanity today because it was on this day in 1993 that, in celebration of Doctor Who's 30th anniversary, every living Doctor and quite a few of their past companions joined forces for a crossover with the BBC primetime soap opera East Enders. I'm Jessica Lynn Verde, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for November 26th. 1993 was a big round number anniversary for Doctor Who, and many fans hoped to hear that maybe the show would be coming back for the first time since its quiet departure from the BBC schedule in late 1989. And the BBC did have big plans for a big-budget original one-off special that would have reunited most of the surviving actors who had played the Doctor. But it fell apart under the weight of budget concerns and interdepartmental turf battles within the BBC. A special radio drama was aired, but what about something on TV? Be careful for what you wish for. Be very careful. Because what fans got, if they were watching BBC One over two consecutive nights of the annual Children in Need telethon, was a barely coherent adventure totaling 12 whole minutes in length. What's more, in addition to gathering past and recent Doctor Who cast members, it did the same with past and present cast members of the British soap opera institution that is EastEnders, and it put all of them in the same story, filmed in 3D no less, which meant the camera was in almost dizzying constant motion to emphasize the 3D effect. And there was even an interactive element as audiences in the UK got to call a toll hotline to cast their vote about the outcome of the story, with benefits going to the Children in Need charity. What did Doctor Who fandom think of this? Well, you had to ask, and we'll have the answer after this. Ask a room full of 10 Doctor Who fans what they thought of Dimensions in Time, the 1993 charity special, and you may get 10 different answers. Some regard it as the low point of the franchise, as if it's the Star Wars holiday special of Doctor Who. Others just blow it off. A few novelists even tried to work cheeky references to the Dimensions in Time in their own works, usually for laughs. The behind-the-scenes stories surrounding Dimensions in Time are almost as legendary as the plotline. The Pet Shop Boys were asked to do a cover version of the Doctor Who theme for the special and probably wondered what they'd done to deserve this. They turned it down, and another electronic music duo was found to create a techno-rave version of the theme. But what does Dimensions in Time offer that no other Doctor Who story does? More living Doctors than in any other story in the history of the series appear here. John Pertwee, Tom Baker, Pete Davison, Colin Baker, and Sylvester McCoy all shot new scenes for this event. Colin Baker, the sixth Doctor, was the only Doctor not to have appeared with actor Nicholas Courtney, better known as the Brigadier, an oversight which was finally corrected here. The mix-and-match companion and Doctor combinations were unlike anything that had ever happened before, with Leela and K-9 appearing alongside the seventh Doctor and Ace to name just one unlikely collision. Oh, and the whole endeavor brought in 13.8 million viewers on its first night, many of whom called in to vote on the outcome of the story and thus made a donation to charity. That's not too bad. 
as widely criticized as Dimensions in Time is by some fans who actually seriously worry about whether or not it fits into Doctor Who canon, it did provide irrefutable evidence that the general viewing public was thrilled to see the Doctor any and every doctor back on their screens and even lines of dialogue like pickled in time like gherkins in a jar weren't enough to chase them away. In its own bizarrely campy way, Dimensions in Time made the case for bringing the Doctor back to prime time, even though it would take a few years. It's never been released on DVD, but you can find some barely watchable copies pickled in time on YouTube if you're that curious. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for November 26th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer, Rod Roddenberry. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.